Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast and a happy Tuesday. Happy Met Gala recap day. Hello, yeah. Jax. How are you feeling? We have a very daunting task ahead of us. I am feeling up to the challenge, but a little overwhelmed because there are so many things, so many thoughts that I have, like so many things that I want to say to recap the Met Gala. It really consumed my night last night because um, you were occupied. So I was like having to like check to make sure like Kim didn't step out onto the carpet yet. Mm -hmm. And I wound up like consuming the entire evening, which you know, there are better ways to spend an evening. No, like, it was so interesting. I feel like I've never been more excited for a Met Gala in my life. And maybe that's why I just felt, like, slightly let down by, first of all, so much of the fashion was an atrocity. And, like, nobody good was there. Like, it was, did it feel like the most lackluster, like, D-list event? Like, Rihanna showed up at the end and left. She just walked the carpet and went back to her hotel. Oh, really? I saw Pete Davidson. It was still bright out. He got out of his car and back to the hotel. Like, people didn't stay for the party. They didn't even go inside? I don't think Rihanna went inside. I think Pete Davidson went inside, but, like, didn't stay very long. So interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So much about the fashion, which just, it really felt like watching the Hunger Games and like these are the people in the Capitol who like are like Effie totally. and just like so out of touch. Um, but also the guest list, like the people who weren't there who obviously were invited because they've been before, the people who weren't there who were clearly not invited, and the people who were invited, like yeah. for the first timers. So much to discuss. So much to discuss. And I want to give a brief disclaimer before we dive in because. I'm going to talk shit about people's fashion. Mm -hmm. And I just need a reminder, like, this is not an affront to them, a personal attack on them in any way. Like, Joan Rivers said it best. Like, you're making $25 million a picture. I'm allowed to make fun of your dress. So just, if you're sensitive and you think it's mean to make fun of people's clothes, stay the fuck away from me. Um, I'm so excited to get into it. Also, really, really quickly, I watched Lula Rowe. Okay, I saw your stories and I was feeling so influenced. So last night I turned it on and I watched five minutes, but I was mentally checked out because I didn't get to take my daily nap yesterday. And I was like, you know what? I should, I'm turning this off. I'm going to sleep. I'll watch it tomorrow. Okay, I'm not going to spoil anything for you, but I do want to let you know, like, I didn't really feel like it was worth my time. It was so good in the beginning. And they just kept saying like, and then it happened. And then, and it was, it was like building up to this moment. Did you finish it? Yeah. And like what happened basically is like they, they became a pyramid scheme and the documentary also did not do an amazing job of describing what's different, what makes an MLM legal, but a pyramid scheme illegal. A pyramid scheme is illegal. Yes. Okay. And so what makes it illegal is this little detail that's actually really, really important where like your business cannot be reliant on making money by bringing other people into the company. Mm. Like, so basically at the end of LuLaRoe, people were making millions of dollars and they weren't selling one pair of ugly leggings. Like they were just recruiting people. That's a pyramid scheme. 
And that's why it was so not sustainable. They reached 100,000 recruiters, like people all over the, and then people couldn't sell anything. There was like five LuLaRoe girls in their neighborhood and they were like trying to have parties to sell dresses. And like there were other women in the neighborhood who had already sold it. So it's not sustainable at that point. But like, I just didn't really feel like it was that crazy of a story. Like I, I was like, maybe I'm just desensitized because like documentaries are constantly like fucking crazy. But like nothing crazy happened. Like it was an MLM, like it was a pyramid scheme. And the one interesting thing I thought was like, so they said like over seven, no, maybe, no, way more. Like I think less than 1% of recruiters were making a lot of money. And they had one of these girls who was the third recruiter at um, LuLaRoe. They had her on the documentary and you could tell she had this like, and she's left the company because she just didn't agree with like their principles, but she was still making like six figures when she left. She, they were, she just like felt so guilty because like they were like juxtaposing her story with like people who literally had to claim bankruptcy from going into LuLaRoe. And like, she's just one of these people. And that's how pyramid schemes work. Like there's a select people who it's formulated to work for. And she was the third employee there, so she was one of them. And then you cut to two other people who, like, it literally destroyed their lives. They both got divorced. Like, it ruined their lives. So that was, like, interesting. But I just didn't think it was, like, that good okay. as a documentary. But okay. LuLaRoe is still in business. That's what's crazy. I have to watch. Yeah. I have to understand because I don't understand. No, and honestly, I don't know if you'll... But, like, I watched the first five minutes and just the fact that these two founders have 14 kids because they have a blended family and they adopted. adopted a lot of children. And then two of their kids are actually married in a non-weird one way. One of the adopted kids married one of the kids from a former marriage. So they're literally They were never not in the house at the same time. Like they never were raised as brother and sister. I'm sure like when they met. It's weird. It, it's weird, but it's also kind of cute. No, it's so disgusting and weird. Like was, you're a freak. I thought it was cute. No, and then it got me thinking like about Clueless obviously and I just feel like that movie would have been just as good if Paul Rudd was like you know the dad's legal aid or something like why did he have to be the brother right it's just unnecessary if you can stomach clueless then this LuLaRue story is a love story it's not I just thought it was like cute and so interesting them as people I didn't even I didn't get five minutes into yeah but just the fact that they had this huge family I just thought was really interesting but I guess they're trying to set us up because everybody in the family works for the company right yes and it all comes crumbling down and like the snitch is her nephew which is like really he sits in in the documentary but then it turns out he was running his own ponzi scheme <laughs> like it's twisted oh my god theo would never snitch he's the most amazing nephew no and honestly the nephew disrespect was out of control do you think it's gonna like trigger maybe? yeah no as an anti-file yourself i don't know if you could watch it i'm telling you like it wasn't that good and so you're saying that the nephew betrayed his auntie yeah even though the auntie deserved it this is a tragic story for me. Yeah. I just, honestly, like, I didn't think it was that good of a documentary. Like, uh, now I know the story of LuLaRoe. It is interesting. At one point, they were doing a billion dollars in sales. And they had these, like, conventions. Kelly Clarkson performed. Katy Perry performed. And Mario Lopez was the first one to perform because they didn't have enough money in there that he would do it for, like, low budget. And they said he literally blew up their business. Because think of who's selling MLM products. People, women who used to love Saved by the Bell. Right. So literally they had one event. Everyone got a picture with Mario Lopez. And it, literally the brand boosted sales, like, 10x that year. That's hysterical. Yeah. Also, so, um, noticeably, Kelly Clarkson was not at the Met Gala. I don't know if she's ever it's been disgusting. to the Met Gala. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Like, I'm really fucking sick of the Kelly Clarkson slander. It's disgusting. Like, no, I imagine that, like, Adam Wintour, like, looks down on Kelly Clarkson. But no, I feel like I, I don't even know if a designer's ever put her name forward. It's true. 
and it's sick. No, she's literally American. She's in the homes of millions of Americans. She's an American idol. idol. She's the voice. She's a touring residency. She's a queen. And you're we right. You don't have to defend Kelly. Tana. No, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. Except in the documentary, there was this guy. He was like this guy who worked in customer service, and he had some crazy stories. But he was also like gassing up the documentary, like producer, like with his stories. And he was talking about Kelly Clarkson. And he was like, honestly, I can't listen to Kelly Clarkson anymore. Like I'm scarred, and it's so sad because like since you've been gone, it's one of my favorite songs. And I'm like, it's not Kelly's fault that Lula Rue scammed when millions of Americans. When take accountability? No, totally. Like, it was moronic. No, no, I didn't do something that I shouldn't have done. Kelly did it to me. Right, I guess Kelly was the last one to perform, and they were already in these lawsuits. So, like, money that should have been paid out in settlements did go to Kelly Clarkson. But, like, how the fuck does Kelly Kelly Clarkson... Kelly Clarkson is a working woman. You know, and what, Kelly Clarkson's what's supposed to trace the money? A brand paid her, and she performed. (laughs) It was moronic. Like, it was just... It is actually crazy, though, and that's what I was saying yesterday. Like, it's probably in the history of America, I don't know this for a fact, like, the fastest growing brand like they were they said they were doing 25 percent growth every month like crazy 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 and when you see the product like you will die it's literally like leggings from amazon like, they're so ugly these patterns that are so chuggy it's the chuggiest brand no and it's all like, they did i saw some of it it's not even chuggy like it's for clowns it's clown <laughs> maxi skirts and leggings that's all they made like and you just couldn't believe like wow, this company's having so much growth. And then you see what they're selling and it makes no sense. Interesting. But then when you think of like 2013, like, you know, Oh, this women, is 2013. Yeah, and you know and what? And like leggings were becoming pants. No, it makes total sense, especially because like now we're all aware of MLMs. Like you really can't have a successful MLM like that big because you're limited into the people who will work for you because we're all woke on what's going on in MLMs. But in 2013, there were no documentaries. There were no TikTok accounts exposing MLMs. Like, oh, I can be a mom and work from home and make more money than my husband. And also that formula is something that's been done, especially like among women for a while. We talked about Mary Kay yesterday, mm-hmm. but like even Tupperware parties. Yeah, that's what it, it was in the documentary. Um, also, like I in the book that I read, which one was it? Husband's Secret, where, you know, Celia is very big on, like she's so successful selling Tupperware and like it's good for her. Right. It, there was nothing nefarious right. happening. No nefariousness. No, and like I think the Tupperware really helped a lot of women. Mm-hmm. It made me want to step up my Tupperware game because I never have the right Tupperware never. for the leftover. But Olivia sent me home with so many leftovers from Rosh Hashanah. I, have, way, I literally just sold out of Tupperware. The best part of going to Olivia's house is not even the leftovers. It's the Tupperware How that comes in it. How much Tupperware does she have? I don't know because I she think, just gives it away. I think she sells Tupperware. <gasps> Because she has so much. You're 100% right. She should. She should. I would buy it from her. Me too. <laughs> um, okay, so I just wanted to get into the Lula Rude recap because it occupied most of my day. Okay, cool. And we're, the whole show, we're really going to be talking about the Met Gala. Like, yeah. pretty much every story is Met Gala adjacent. So, um, it, unless, like, if you're not interested in the Met Gala, at least we talked about Lula Rude. Yeah. We you do know. what we can for the people. Um, other than that... Pretty uneventful day. Continued my documentary, Rick Burns, New York. I'm getting into like 1900, you know, a panic of 1873, Tammany Hall. I never understood what Tammany Hall was, Boss Tweed, but now I get it. It's crazy. Like when you care, things start to make sense. Like literally you're not even speaking English to me. Like (laughs) You've never heard of Tammany Hall? I've heard of Tamron Hall. (laughs) Love her. Iconic television host. (laughs) Anyways, so that's been going well. Cool, cool, and cool. that's that on that. I think without further ado. Me too. Like, let's, let's address the elephant in the room, you know? Yes. It is time for the Fast Five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. 
And today's episode of The Morning Toast is brought to you by Stamps.com. Are you still going to the post office and paying full price for postage? Well, thanks to Stamps.com, you don't have to anymore. Mail and ship anytime, anywhere, right from your computer. You can send letters, ship packages, and pay less, a lot less. With discounted rates from USPS, UPS, and more, they are bringing the services of USPS and UPS right to your door, and it's a must-have for any business. Whether you're a small office sending out invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop shipping out orders, or you're just navigating the hybrid work life, Stamps.com can handle this all with ease. Over a million businesses choose Stamps.com for their mailing and shipping. Use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send, and you'll get special discounts with Stamps.com like 40% off post office rates and 66% off UPS shipping rates. Um, It's a no-brainer, saves you time and money, so stop wasting your time going to the post office and go to Stamps.com instead. There's no risk, and with promo code TOAST, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale there's no long-term commitments or contracts required just go to stamps.com click on the microphone at the top of the home page and type in toast that's stamps.com promo code toast stamps.com never go to the post office again thank you claudia so for the met gallery recap here's how it's going to go down mm-hmm. we have a article of all of the looks must see looks that you need to see and if you guys want to scroll along with us we're going to post it to our instagram story after the episode so you can just pull that up and you can see the pictures and we'll go pretty much in order there's 166 here so we'll be skipping over you know, irrelevant people irrelevant people for lack of a kinder term and then Claudia and I are going to share our top picks mm-hmm. and I pretty much have mine but I also feel like our conversation might influence me too how I feel about stuff because I need to talk it all through so let's just dive in let's dive in okay first up we have Rihanna and ASAP Rocky they came very late to the red carpet she is wearing a high neck wrap number with more than 260 carats of diamonds by Bulgari and Thelma West and he's wearing a blanket and they, they're they, both wearing blankets and they this was like their first time stepping out as a couple yeah I'm not gonna lie like maybe my bar for Rihanna is so incredibly high because honestly 2018 Met Gala heavenly bodies where everyone was influenced by like the Pope like Rihanna showed up literally looking like the Pope that set the bar for fashion so high for every Met Gala until eternity and that maybe that's why I feel like the two Met Galas since then I've just felt so incredibly let down Oh, I don't even think that that one is the one that, like, her bar is so high, but it's also, like, the yellow dress, the red dress. There are, like... Oh, I'm saying for the Met Gala in general. Like, I think that think year, that Heavenly look, Bodies. And you think that that particular look No, was Heavenly Bodies, like, that theme, that year. Okay. So I feel like everything since then, I'm just, like, met. Even, like, camp, like, I just didn't feel camp like... Camp was a clown show. Yeah, like, so I just... We got some good looks out of it yeah. and some iconic moments, but, like, it was clowns on the red carpet I just felt like nobody understood the assignment you know tonight honestly ever since Comme des Garçons like I feel like nobody understands the assignment okay this assignment was in America a lexicon of fashion so it's like a celebration of American fashion and at first when I heard it like of course I'm like okay so you're gonna wear the Lady Liberty where's Lady Liberty like you're gonna wear American flag like wrapped around your shoulders like what other way is there to go yeah we're very literal Right. But then I was starting to realize, like, no, you could, you know, reference a period in history. You could reference an iconic look. You could reference an iconic person. So honestly, when when I was watching the red carpet, I didn't think one person nailed, like, the American theme at all. But then, like, on TikTok, people were breaking down, like, which looks, you know, Billie Eilish was referencing and Kaya Gerber. And so I get it now. But, like, I don't know. I felt like it should have been slightly more obvious. It should be slightly more obvious, but it's not. Not, like, overt. But, so like, now my criteria for, like, liking a look is like okay I need to like it upon first seeing it even if I don't understand the reference and then I need to be hit with a reference that makes me understand how it applies to the theme so for 
Rihanna, like, I didn't like the look. Like, they both looked silly. I agree. I didn't like the look. Maybe in a few years, I'll be eating my words. Yeah. Next, we have Jennifer Lopez, who's wearing Ralph Lauren, like a total Yellowstone look, you know, rancher couture. Yeah, honestly, like, I thought she nailed the reference. Nailed the reference, not the look. Yeah, like, people loved it, and I just thought, first of all, I don't think the outfit did anything for her. Like, that shawl made her look kind of broad, like, when she's literally, like, this svelte, sexy, like, I don't feel like it showed off her body in a great way. Yeah, I hated the hat. Me too. Like, it's so Coachella. Give it back to Kyle Richards. Take it off. I think if she wasn't wearing the hat, I would like the look more. And also, like, the fur stole, stole collar. It's a lot, but, like, it's extra. No, I have to say, I think, like, of all the looks, I loved her reference to the theme most. And for that, she gets a lot of credit. Well, because that is one very clear way to go with this theme. You know, I think a lot of the men referenced, like, cowboys. Mm -hmm. And she was one of the few women, or maybe only one, who did it in a that female way. way. And so I'm glad someone did it. I would have done it a little bit differently. Yeah, I give this like a 6 out of 10. It's, it's good. She should have taken her hat off and thrown it. Yes, I'd love like a skit on the carpet. Yes. Okay, next we have probably one of the most controversial looks of the evening. Kim Kardashian in Black and Siaga, covered from head to toe. There's a lot to unpack here because I think a lot of people are wondering like, is Kanye involved in this? Like, should yes. we like it? Is Kanye involved or we don't like it? Is You know, like... Okay, here's where what we know about Kanye. First of all, the person she was with on the carpet and with all night who was in a, a matching look was not Kanye. No, it was the designer for Balenciaga. Kanye is now following Kim on Instagram again. And he's only following people who have black profile pictures, which Kim has, which lets me know that they are in the same team. They're in the same team. So this is a Kanye-approved look, which I think we all knew from seeing it because he's been wearing this, she's been wearing it. Yeah, masks. And I love Kim so much. So, so dearly. Mm -hmm. I know this is paining you. I just don't get it. Okay. So I saw and a TikTok. I, okay. That, I don't know if this was what Kim meant, but I thought it was so, such a brilliant interpretation of this. Like, and I saw it, what Morgan Stewart said, and I, and I love Morgan Stewart. Okay. A Morgan Stewart, I, I, she had explained it to me, and I posted it on my story, and honestly, like, the, I think that was just, like, fashion hogwash. Like, I <laughs> you know, like, it's ugly. Like, let's be real. But somebody <laughs> made a TikTok. <laughs> Are you okay? That's just so funny. What's the word? Hogwash? It was perfect. Hogwash. It was perfect. Okay, thanks. <laughs> um, somebody made a TikTok explaining how they interpreted it. And Jackie, I'm telling you, it changed the whole look for me. Tell me. So literally, Kim is showing nothing here but her silhouette, which has had such an influence on American fashion, like how literally the world dresses, how like literally you can't deny Kim's body and the influence of Kim's body on American fashion, like, and on everyday people, like, sh so this person interpreted it as, like, the only thing showing off here is her body, her silhouette, and that's the America, like, she, her body is America, that's what someone said. Okay, if that's true. I thought it was a good interpretation. I would really like that. My only thing is, like, Kanye's been wearing this look for a few months, like, what's with yeah, yeah, the yeah. covered face, and why couldn't she just have worn, then, like, a literal cat suit? Yeah. And why right. couldn't we see that beautiful face? No, like the, the face covering was like, why? You're so obsessed with glam. And the ponytail sticking out of the face mask was giving me sea biscuit vibes. Like <laughs> it looked like a horse's tail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like coming out of the butthole. It was just really bizarre. <laughs> and like, I'm sure it was, it was warm because it was thunderstorming last night. So it was like humid. Like I'm sure she was just dying in there. And I know she does it for the fashion, but like. I don't okay. know, I think we're talking about it. So no, like everybody's talking about it. I 
But every time Kim wears something that we don't understand, literally in two years, like a, a watered down version is on Revolve. Yeah. What is the watered down Revolve version of this? I have no idea. Like that's none. just so I, I want to like reserve judgment because you know Kanye is a genius and they usually are ahead of their time. I'm just not seeing it yet. No, and I'm not gonna lie. Like I was let down because like of course I was waiting for Kim. Like Kim was probably the most famous person there. Like Kylie didn't come. I was waiting for Kim. Yeah. Where was Kim? And I also think like I like your theory. I feel like there were other ways to just be her body. I know. Because also like there was a lot of drapery here. Not that much body. You know, it's not like the arms were um, like sort of like they're balloon arms. Like she they're had, like, not a long train. It's not skin tight. So like if it was just a body, like I, the, the, I know, I know. It's something you're giving it's, me. Something. It's something. Um, next, we have Gabrielle Union, who is wearing Iris Van Herpen. Pretty, like nothing crazy, but very pretty. Yeah. And I saw on TikTok who she was referencing, and I can't remember who, but it was like a good reference. It was a good reference. Yeah. Have you seen the reference picture before? Like, did no? Okay, so. But I'm not into early, you know, '60s fashion. Like. Okay. Okay. Fine. Next, we have Casey Musgraves, who's wearing all Ralph Lauren. Um, and, and it's she's, and it's disgraceful. And she's heavily disappointing everyone. everyone. I don't know how you go from her Moschino Barbie moment last year to this, like a turtleneck. She looks like she sells Lularoe. Like it's so. <laughs> she's wearing like rain boots, a riding boots. Okay, riding boots, a skirt where the slit looks like it's not even hemmed, like it's unfinished. A belt that literally a receptionist wore in the early 80s. And a turtleneck from Fashion Nova. Yeah. And like, like the hair is giving me nothing. This whole thing is giving me absolutely nothing. It's honestly like not even nice enough for the Met Gala. Yeah, no, it's not even that it's not on theme or it's not nice enough. It's actually ugly. It's bad style. And that's coming from me, okay? Yeah. No, and it's like not fancy. I'm sure there's like a reference somewhere that's doing something. But like... No, she's Casey like an American horse girl, I think. No, this is not American Horse Girl. It's Ralph Lauren. He's so horsey. He's so horsey, but like this isn't horsey to me even. I think it was intended to be horsey. Well, the horses are insulted. And they're quick. I think the horses should be extremely insulted after last night. Oh, 100%. Like the way that some people interpreted their contribution, contribution to this country. No. I think this country should be insulted after I, last night. I agree. No, this Casey Musgraves look is very hard for me to digest, especially because she's now 0 for 2 this week. Like, she did not do... You know, her VMA look would have been cute on this carpet. Yes! Instead, Dixie D'Amelio was wearing it. Yes, and honestly, I thought Dixie D'Amelio looked great, even though, like, the headpiece was a bizarre choice. I thought she looked unbelievably cute, and I'm sure she just wore what she was told. Yes. And I was really proud of her. I thought she looked so cute. I'm sure she's, like, going to get so much hate now, like, that we have, a, like, a window into the mind of Dixie. Like, I'm just, like, I hope it's okay. Cause did you also, see her after-party look? No. Did she just take the headpiece off? No. She had a whole other dress, and it was fucking sick. Oh, my God. I need to see it. But, like, I'm sure inside she probably took off her headpiece. Yeah. Then she's wearing, like, the white gloves and the black mini dress. And she, her makeup was very, like, twiggy. Twiggy. It was very American, the look. Well, twiggy is, like, not an American oh. icon. But I would also say Audrey Hepburn. Yeah. So... Then she's just like breakfast at Tiffany's. She's cute. Where's breakfast at Tiffany's? Why didn't anyone do that? A lot of people reference Audrey Hepburn. Right, but why not breakfast at Tiffany's? I don't know. I think it's kind of obvious. Maybe like, that was Dixie. Probably, yeah. Huh. Cute. Very cute for Dixie. Very cute for Dixie. Very cute. Okay, next up we have Justin and Haley Bieber, who are really king and queen of... They're a couple, you know, power couples at the Met Gala. I would say this is one of them. Yeah. They are wearing Saint Laurent. And they look really good for, like, a wedding. I think that they look like 
the classic American couple. They know? do. But and with her, especially with her sunglasses, that's like, you know, gives me that Tom Cruise movie vibe. Yeah. No, by the way, this dress is literally gorgeous. She's literally stunning. I just felt like it was kind of a letdown. Not bad or not bad in any way. Just like for me, like she's the most beautiful girl in the world. Like truly. And I don't know. I just felt like she could have like pushed the, the bar. Is that the right way? Mm-hmm. Pushed the limit. Mm-hmm. Pushed it a little bit more. Okay. It was I'm just a- like a black tie wedding. Okay. If these people showed up to your black tie wedding. You know what I'm saying. Like if, I'm saying if they went to a black tie wedding. I hear what you're saying. I think they look great. But I agree. Like didn't like reinvent fashion. No, not at all. But they look like super cute. And the sunglasses are actually, they work. They're a nice touch. Yeah, but like the sunglasses and then her hair just like being blown out. She was giving me like a very casual vibe. But that's like a casual American like I know. look. I just think it's the Met Gala. Like... Put on some eyeliner or something, you know? Okay. I just think it's a Met Gala. Like, go yell at someone else first because everybody else was disgraceful. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Okay. Next up, we have the creme de la creme. That means cream. I know a lot of you watch from New Jersey. Creme de la creme. We have Kendall Jenner in Givenchy in a My Fair Lady-inspired gown. I just have to say, like, I had truly lost hope and faith in humanity until this bitch rolled up. Like, <laughs> she saved the Met Gala. Anna Wintour should be licking Kendall's feet she is literally the most gorgeous girl in the whole world this dress is a piece of art like this dress should be in the Met Gala Museum like it's so spectacular the neck piece it's so I don't even have a word for it it's opulent it's glorious it's decadent like I'm shocked. Like, she is now honestly going on two years in a row as best dressed at the Met Gala. When her and Kylie showed up in those orange and purple outfits, she's going on two fucking years. She kills it. She kills it. I agree with everything that you just said. She saved the night. Mm -hmm. She saved American fashion. Literally. With this look. And what's crazy is like, yes, Kendall Jenner is so beautiful, stunning, and... And smart. Smart. But like, your smarts don't matter on the red carpet. Right. And I guess you do have say in what you wear, so... Yeah, no, and... uh, I think a lot of people either like are best friends with the designer and like are really involved or like Dixie when you're just excited to, you just show up to the fittings and you, and you wear what you wear. Okay. I'm getting so off track. Okay. Everyone on this red carpet really is just beautiful and stunning. Yeah. So it's not that Kendall looks amazing because she's beautiful and stunning because it, it, like everyone there is yeah. a supermodel literally. Yeah. So it also is to her credit. It's not just because she's Kendall Jenner supermodel. Agreed. Like she crushed it crush like I just want her to know and I hope she feels good this like, morning we say like it's so easy for Kendall like all she's do is put on a dress it's so easy for everyone it's so easy for and that's what I'm saying about like Haley Baldwin yes she can't look bad yes so honestly like I don't know I just feel like I hope Kendall Jenner woke up this morning and was so fucking proud of herself for like saving the fashion industry like I said it she saved it like I was watching these pictures come in and even Kim and I was like what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And then Kendall showed up and blew my mind. And you know, I'm not even like the biggest Kendall stan. Like she, and you know what? Like she gets a lot of shit like for being a supermodel because like her family, like, you know, but this is proof that like, it's not that easy because all these people showed up and they're gorgeous and they look fine. She's spectacular looking. Mm-hmm. She is the moment. She mm-hmm. is. She is. Before we move forward, can you throw me that blanket? It's freezing in here. Yes. 
I gotta stop wearing shorts. Like, yeah, it's September. But it's 71 degrees. I know, but like it's, you know, with a little chill. Oh, plus the you. AC in here. The AC is nuts. Okay, keep going. Okay, next we have Lupita Nyong'o, who's wearing Versace, a denim Versace dress, which I just want to say, like, I like the dress and I understand the reference because, like, Me American too. fashion is denim. No, it was very, this was a very good look. Like, she looked great in the dress and I understood, like, what they were referencing. Like, Americans, like, invented denim. Yes, so... Great all around. She understood the assignment. Yep, 100%. Next, we have Simone Biles um, in a crystal encrusted gown that apparently weighed 88 pounds. See, I love Simone Biles, so I really would prefer not to talk about this because it's really bad. Like, it's actually ugly. Yeah, I agree. And I hate to call, like, works of art ugly because, of course, art is subjective. Like, somebody could look at this and think it's beautiful, but I just know for a fact, like, this is ugly. It's just too much, like... With the turtleneck underneath. Honestly, if she had worn it without the turtleneck and it was just like this sculptured silhouette, that would have been sick. Yeah. I don't understand the the ASOS turtleneck. Me neither. Not even ASOS. But I'm glad that she was there. Me too. Like, I hope she had fun. Yeah. Okay, next up we have like one of the best looks. Uh Uh-huh. Zoe Kravitz wearing Saint Laurent. Okay, she is the moment. Like, this is everything. Mm -hmm. Like, so gorgeous. So and it's not even that it's so unique. Like, I feel like there's, this reminds me of, like, Rose McGowan's, I keep referencing that moment, but, like, a lot of people wear, like, chainmail type of dresses. That, but this is just, I don't know if it's the way she's carrying herself and her pose. Like, it's so unique, even though, like, we've seen something like this before. Yeah. It's stunning. It's stunning. And then when she showed up, you know, like, with Channing Tatum, who was wearing, like, an ill-fitted Versace tuxedo that looked like he was the father of the groom, I was just like, this is a mismatch. Like, it was just not working for me. I'm sorry, and I know we're standing the new couple. We are. We are, they, but they didn't walk the carpet together. Because they were a mismatch in their outfits. Let's be real. Okay, I just want to say, you and I fundamentally disagree because I think some of my worst dressed on my list are, like, men. Mm-hmm. And on the one hand, like, it's so hard to, like, be a man and, like, be fashion like crazy fashion forward and extra but on the other hand like all you have to do is wear a nice suit and like you will look great and where I disagree is like if you wear it just like a plain tuxedo like you're so unoriginal and I hate you like I disagree I think the best reference for men at the Met Gala is like Harry Styles in 2019 with that black lace floral shirt and like slacks like it was you want like so all the men should be wearing that. No, not all, but like I just think there's a way to be different. Like even if it's like a denim jacket, like Kanye's a great example. I know, but not everyone is Kanye. Not everyone is Harry. Well, Styles. but it's the Met Gala. What are you? What no, is Chen right, Tatum no, doing at the Met Gala? It's the Met Gala. It's like a black tie affair. Put on your best tux and go be. No, it's a themed, and go support your it's leading a lady. Themed black tie affair. Okay, so wear an American. And I hate when people so do not adhere to wear themes. Wear an American designer, and you're on theme. Okay, also, Versace's everyone, not even American. Everyone who wore like a tux like they just all are saying it's like an old Hollywood like glam reference like oh please that's such an excuse oh James Corden was old Hollywood glam please I didn't even see him no he wore just like a dad tuxedo I blocked him out of my vision (laughs) and it's just like I'm sorry I expect more that's just me then okay I'm happy with a man who shows up in a nice looking suit looking nice and happy to be there and respectful of the occasion that works for me okay how about this like how about just like a slightly different suit? Like it could still be like a tuxedo, but like maybe like, you know, I don't know, something different. Like just a classic bar mitzvah one is so like boring. No, like a, it's not bar mitzvah. Like they don't get their tuxes tailored for the bar mitzvah. Like, yeah, they do. No, if you're going A perfect on- example, RuPaul. I've, not when he's in drag. When he is in the workroom, he's always wearing 
Epstein Parker is the name, like really cool custom tailored suits that are like different colors, but they're all like suits and tuxedos. Like perfect. There's a way to do it. I'm telling you, even in like a masculine no, straight I think way. That some people are going to just be wearing, looking handsome, wearing a tux, and that's okay. I just didn't like. They're not going to be on any lists, but they're not going to be on worst. Well, for honestly. Me. That's not true because Channing Tatum was almost on my worst dress list. You're insane. Only because his tuxedo was so ill-fitting. You're, you're insane. Where was the tailor? Next, we have Olivia Rodrigo wearing Saint Laurent. Adorable. Don't understand the reference. Not my best dress by any means, but really Res- just fit a in. A respectable presence. A respectable look. Okay, we need to start moving faster because there's literally so many. Oh my we God, sorry. Alicia Keys um, in a white ball gown. Cute. And a white shirt. Yeah, cute. That like, didn't offend me, but also didn't do anything for me. Next, we have Megan Fox. Um, we need to talk about her presence there. She was wearing um, a Dundas dress styled by, obviously, Style Me Maeve. And we need to talk about it all. MGK wasn't there. Neither was Travis and Courtney. Like, I don't understand. They walked out of the Carlisle Hotel when everyone was leaving for the Met Gala and all the fans and paparazzis were there and they walked out in regular clothes and like got into a cab and like went to dinner or something. They went like, to the polo bar, yeah. Yeah, like what? Yeah. Uh, so also I thought Megan and MGK would be there because like they are, you know, the new hot couple, but he wasn't even there. So like Was he not she invited? got invited on her own accord. Has she been to the Met Gala before? No, there's like this thing that Megan Fox was like blackballed from like society in 2009. So I think this was like a really big deal for her. Yeah. Um, and I don't understand why MGK wouldn't have gone. He's so like relevant right now. They are this hot couple. He has a concert tonight in the city. I'm going. It's at the yeah. pier. So like he's here. Yeah. I don't know. So he wasn't invited or I can't imagine he wouldn't want to go. Like he went to the VMAs. And yeah, so good same for with her, Travis and Courtney. But like, good for her for getting invited on her own, and not good for her for those bangs. Okay, they're a crime against humanity. I'm disagreeing with you. At first, of course, I was like, "What in the what?" Not but the then, bangs. after seeing like a lot of like photos of her glam, I love everything from the neck up, and I like everything less from the neck down yeah no the neck down is just like it's very Megan Fox, but it's kind of tacky. Yeah, and the glam is very like old American like that's how women used to wear their hair I love the glam I decided I love the glam the dress is an atrocity yeah I mean there were worse dresses yes there were there were were better ones she could wear whatever she wanted um so it wasn't like my worst look but not my best and it definitely has me like feeling confused yeah but I love the glam so much yeah okay next we have Lil Nas who was wearing a three-part Versace outfit so I love a skit. You know, he had the big cape and then they took it off and he looked like, you know, a knight. He was wearing like this gold armor. Then he took off the armor and he was wearing like a comfortable jumpsuit. Um, I thought if he had just walked the carpet in the second outfit, it would have been very cool. It was like this knight, like gold plated chest. It was very cool. I think I I'm, imagine there's some sort of reference there that I'm not understanding. So I liked that. But the outfit he ended up walking in, this like sparkly jumpsuit is very, you know, Vegas showgirl. Right. It's not for me. It works for me. Like for like I said, I think it's like, you know, for the men, as long as you didn't come in what Dan Levy wore, like, yeah. we're fine. That's true. That's very true. No, for a man, he was definitely one of the best. Yeah. So it's like the easiest for them, but also the hardest. No, it, no I think it's harder for men, for sure. But it's all... all it, but, but everything else is easier for them. <laughs> okay, next I'm skipping ahead. We have Carrie Mulligan, who's wearing a Barbie pink bustier gown by Valentino. I know that Carrie Mulligan's like not your favorite actress. No, you're... Con- yeah, no, by the way... I don't mind Carrie Mulligan. You don't? No, you're confusing her with like four other people who I hate, like Jennifer Goodwin. No, 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 I'm not. No, I don't mind Carrie Mulligan. She's so cute. And okay. she's married to Marcus Mumford, right? Okay, great. Where's Marcus? 
Yeah, he should be there. She looks unbelievably gorgeous. She does. I love the look. I'm sure there's a reference that I don't even know. That She's I honestly love. giving me like Disney princess. She's like, like Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah, like with the cape like askewed on her shoulder. She looks absolutely gorgeous and stunning. Yes, I agree. 10 very, out of 10. Very much like it. Love the color. Moving on. Camila and Sean must discuss. So It's an atrocity and it's honestly offensive. It's really bad. Separately... No good. Together, even worse. As a couple, if you're walking together, you have to reference one another. You have to be a, a look together. It's not enough. And if you're not going to do that, then you have to walk separately. Well, they're both wearing Michael Kors, so, like, this was meant to be together. And, like, I understand Sean's reference in the sense he looks very, like, American. Like, for sure. Like, two belts, whatever. Like, rodeo, sure. But as a look, he doesn't look that great. And I'm just not understanding Camilla's look at all. It's really bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, the purple is reminding me of like Selena almost. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I'm not understanding it at all. And it's not like it's so beautiful that I'm okay with not understanding it, if that makes sense. I agree. Like, I completely agree. This is a... Honestly, it like reminds me of like when Sheena Shea wore a crop top to her wedding. Yeah. It's, it's a miss for kind me. kind of tacky. I'm also like not huge on sequins. Me neither. But our next But our next girl is wearing all sequins, and I wouldn't have said that. So we have Sierra, who is wearing Dundas. She is taking the American theme in a sporty direction. She was wearing, like, a football-inspired number with the number three, which is her man's number. It's perfect. With a little football clutch. And at first, it does read, like, a little bit... Campy. Corny. Yeah. But I love it. It's perfect. First of all, the reference, like, football is America's sport. Love it, love it, love it. Her husband being a football player, even better. Her wearing her husband's number, 10 out of 10. She looks great. The dress is beautiful. And the theme is knocked out of the park. 10 out of 10. Agreed. And I feel like she probably felt so good in it. Probably had a great night. Like, some, you have to think about some of these people who, like, walk around mm. in these, like... Katy Perry in that hamburger. Right. And they, like... First of all, you wait on that line to get your picture taken. And you're just, like, standing around in, like, a literal lamp. Yeah. Like, just feeling stupid. Yeah, you're in, like, a sprinter van, like, for an hour. And then you go inside to, like, the coolest party. But, like, you are immobile. And you're alone because you can't bring, like, a friend or a plus one. Like, you're there by yourself. Right. So, I think some people, like, are probably feel, like, pretty awkward in their dresses and have kind of an awkward experience and also depends how many like what celebrity you are and how many people you know whatever but then there are some people who you could just tell like are gonna have the night of their lives and what they're wearing they feel yeah. good they look good Sierra yeah exactly okay skipping ahead we have Lord in a two-piece ivory look who Lord oh I didn't even see her yeah she was there I have to say something and this is gonna offend so many people mm. I do not get lord and i don't stand and honestly every time but I we're see, talking about the looks remember no i'm just saying like every time i see a performance of lord i'm like wow so we're all just like being mediocre now like different strokes for different folks okay fine i don't understand this outfit and i really don't care agreed skipping ahead to billy eilish in oscar de la renta she was one of the chair people of the evening committee yeah so i'm sure her look was heavily thought through and I think the reference here is Marilyn Monroe yes it is I have to say the dress is beautiful I hate the hair I think it's like first of all if it's referencing Marilyn Monroe it's not a good reference and I don't think it flatters her at all and the hair it bothers me so much I find I found it so distracting but the dress is beautiful the dress is beautiful all together from head to toe I don't love it I I, don't, I can't tell you why. It's just not doing anything no, it, for it, me. Like, 
the dress is wearing her. She's not yes, wearing the dress. That's true. But when you saw pictures of it, like it was spectacular. But then I just feel like when you come up close, like I just, I don't know. The hair really threw me off. I thought it was terrible. Yeah. And I feel like this is a situation. It's like she's not like running around. I mean, also it's a big dress. So like how much, you know. Yeah. Movement are you going to be doing? But I just, the dress is wearing her. 100%. Um, and she said she was inspired by Holiday Barbie. I'm. Oh. Not Marilyn that? Monroe? I don't know. I think there was Marilyn Monroe. For sure. There. Okay. We've got to move and groove. To here. Natalia Bryant. Which you want to talk about Natalia Bryant? I just thought, like, who, who dressed her? Uh, unclear. I think. Shame on them. She looked fun. No, it's really, it's, it's atrocious. It's really bad. And I love Natalia Bryan. And I just think, like, they did her dirty. I think she looks like she was having fun. Okay. Um, okay. Skipping ahead, we have Kit Harrington and Rose Leslie. Meh. By the way, see, he wore a different kind of tuxedo. Cute. Yeah. But what it was is, nice to see them. It was. But, like, honestly, like, okay, Machine Gun Kelly couldn't be invited. But Russ Leslie was. Like, she was on one season, like, a million years ago. That's a good point. Like, he, he is America's sweetheart. Like, he should be there. But, like... I thought it was weird that she was. That's true. Just a thought. Okay, then we have Emily Blunt, who's wearing Mew Mew. She looks incredible. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. 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 we have Maluma, which I think is a great example of a man taking the theme in stride. He's wearing Versace and is very much influenced by the American cowboy. This is a best-dressed man, for sure. Like, a it's still very, man. like, masculine and strong, but it's on theme, and it's different, and the fringe, it's great. Okay, cool. Then we have Iman, who's wearing Dolce & Gabbana. And she looks glorious for the camp year. Yeah. I'm not understanding this reference. I would agree. I would agree. Okay, Next, we have someone I'm excited to talk about. Me too. Pete Davidson was there, and like, of course, he was there. I don't know if he's ever been before, but like, no, he hasn't. Seeing him there made a lot of sense. Seeing him in a dress was just like such a treat. He was wearing Tom Brown, and I have to say, like, I think he looked amazing. And he's not like a best dressed for me, no. because just because there are so many other more worthy pieces. Yeah. But I love this, and I I wouldn't expect to see Pete Davidson, you know. In, in a dress. dress. No, I and I really just love how he like dove head into first to the experience. Like I'm yes. sure like he could have been like, sir, I'd like to wear pants, please. But he just let Tom dress him and he looks very cool. It's de- it's not my best dress, but he looks very good. And I was happy to see him there. And I feel like I mean, I saw he got home pretty early, like so I don't know if you he was having he was, fun. Like, flirting with the ladies. I don't know. He got home early. Like I was His on Twitter. Ex was there, Margaret. Yes, she was. That is awkward. And so was did he ever date Kaya? I get all those skinny brunettes confused. <laughs> it's confusing. It's confusing. Well, if he hadn't, she's next. Okay, next we have Timothy Chalamet, who was another co-chair. And even though Timothy Chalamet does nothing for me on a regular nothing. day, this outfit did so much for me. He, he He's one of my male best dressed. This is such a very, uh, really cool way. Again, not understanding what we're referencing. I just hate the shoes. I know, but the you Converse. know Converse, then when you think um, about it, they are just so like, American. They're so American. I thought the same thing. Like, I love everything till the shoes, but like the shoes, they were thought through. I guess. Yeah. It's, it's a good, it's a little cater waiter, but it's good. I was a big fan. It's all, I'm a big fan. Yeah. Then we have Jennifer Hudson, who looks glorious, stunning. This dress is gorgeous. Her body looks amazing. I'm sure it's referencing some old Hollywood look because it's very old Hollywood and it's everything of the sort and she killed it. Yeah. Like someone who really just, you know, came out of nowhere looking like top 10. Yeah. 
Okay, then we have Zoe Deutsch in Versace. Gorgeous. Like, I didn't even recognize her. And you know what I love? When somebody looks different at them. Because, you know, these people, they get their hair and makeup done all the time. They always look gorgeous. But she had, like, a totally different hairstyle. I almost didn't recognize her. Her makeup was different. I loved it. Even though I don't think it's on theme at all. It's gorgeous. Um, so then what did you think about Haley Seinfeld? Oh, you know what? I only saw a picture of her this morning and I didn't even recognize her, but she looked cute. Yeah. I like when people, people didn't like Bleachella from Taylor Swift, but it was very on theme. The theme was like punk. Yeah. And she looked amazing and she looked different. Like that is what, this is like a costume party. Like you have to put in effort. Yeah. And I I thought Zoe Deutsch looked beautiful. Switching over from my iPad that's dead to the Um, phone and then to the computer. Okay. Skipping ahead. We have Tiana Taylor. Rita Ora was there. Oh my God, the bar's so low. I didn't even see Rita Ora. Where are you seeing Tiana Taylor? I skipped ahead. Oh, like, a lot. Deeply. Oh, um. I mean, it's hard to look bad when you look like that. Right. But I don't know. Something about this is just. It's very. um. Like VMAs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm not crazy about it. Yeah, agreed. Then we have Haley Seinfeld, who we just talked about. I think she does look irrecognizable. Mm -hmm. And I think she looks cute. I mean, I love the dress. I think everybody's like shook up about the eyebrows. No, the makeup is what's making her look so different. Because like they bleached her eyebrows. It's not even her her eyebrows. Her nose looks different. She looks very different. But you know what? She understood the assignment like in many ways. She's in a costume. She looks like Chloe Kardashian. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, then we had Frank Ocean, who was there in Prada, and he had a prop of, like, a robot baby. Yeah, this is, like, where I kind of draw the line, like, at my expertise. Like, I don't understand certain parts of fashion. Yeah. I'm I'm sure there's, like, a brilliant nod here, Mm -hmm. but personally, just not really understanding the the nod. Same. Okay, next we have Normani wearing Valentino. Absolutely, gloriously, perfectly done. Mm -hmm. Like, the hair, the glam, the jewels... The dress, everything is perfect. This dress complements her skin tone so well. It's perfect. Yeah. Agreed. Okay, next we have Mary J. Blige wearing Dundas. All the Dundas dresses, and it's funny because we spoke about them on the show yesterday for being like a Revolve yep. um, endeavor. No, they... They showed up and they showed out. Yeah, no, they're all like really sexy and beautiful dresses, and Mary J. Blige is a queen. She is. I agree. There were a lot of like just great dresses. We also have like right. more Harrier who's coming up who... Like, just looked amazing for yeah. a night out on the town. Like, like, nothing special or noteworthy, but just gorgeous. Right. Like, not a best dress, not a worst dress. Could have been going to the Oscars. Yeah. But whatever. Like, you know, no regrets. Yeah. Suni Lee was there. She looks so cute. No, she doesn't. I'm sorry. I love Suni Lee. <laughs> no, I mean, the outfit's not bad, but, like, it's just... The outfit's bad. What, no, no, I'm like, sorry. The outfit's not good. Yeah, but, like, her face is gorgeous, and she looks like she's having fun. But, like, what is with the ill-fitting crop top and the skirt made out of cardboard boxes? Yeah. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Chloe Feynman. I love Chloe Feynman. I know she's, you and do. You know, she's great for the Met Gala. It's like a New York event. She's a New York girl. She looks old Hollywood glamour. Like it's not the most creative, but she looks beautiful. And she did understand the theme. Yeah, I agree. Like, and I do feel like old Hollywood glamour would be an obvious choice. You know, just like the flappers, right? The you, curly wave. Like, and there wasn't that much of it. No, and I think she did it very well. Yes, agreed. Okay, skipping ahead to Serena Williams, who was wearing custom Gucci. Serena Williams is one of my heroes, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to sit this one out. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, it's just a lot. It's a lot, and, and none of it goes well together. Yeah. It, yeah, not for me. 
Meg the Stallion wearing coach. Best of old Hollywood. She like nailed it. The dress is perfect. Her pose is even like so Marilyn Monroe. The hair, the side part, it's perfect. Yep, I agree. Love to see it. Okay, next we have Irina Shayk, who was there with Moschino and Jeremy Scott. I think a lot of people were comparing like Irina's look to Kim's look. Uh, well, I was comparing Irina's look to Lim- Lily Reinhardt. Lily Reinhardt and Lily Reinhardt did it so much better. One because that dress is just so perfect for like for everything that Lily Reinhardt represents. And then I read somewhere that like the dress was very American because you know all the flowers were from all fifty states. Fifty flowers from fifty states perfect like literal perfection in every way and I of the two dresses I think Lily Reinhardt's is better okay this one looks like a little small on Irina Shake, which is crazy because she's tiny I actually really like Irina Shake's dress I think that she looks great um I was expecting Moschino to you know do some red white and blue give we, me two we, more literal we really didn't get any of that except Nothing. for like Debbie Harry I don't know if you saw her I didn't she see. was wearing <laughs> what you had in mind no like if I if that was me like I would just bring a flag and be like Jeremy Scott like make it a dress yeah no I hear you um also Irina's hair is Offensive. It, right. Offensive to you. That's not It's your, really bad. Yeah. I know how you feel about that hairstyle. Okay. Aza Gonzalez, who's wearing Versace, just looking sickening. Perfect. Like, can do no wrong. But again, could be on any red carpet anywhere yeah. in the world. Not Met Gala specific, but she looks great. You're 100% right. Yeah. But that's like, that's fine to me. Um, I know we wouldn't normally talk about Russell Westbrook, but I just have to say in the conversation we were having, I think that this is a great way to dress as a man. It's not a black tie. It's, it's a blue navy tux, but you have like a cool little necklace detail. It's different and it's, it's better. And I like it too. Okay, good. I'm glad we can agree. Naomi, Naomi Osaka, who was another one of the Knights co-chairs, was Louis, wearing Louis Vuitton. And in the words of Luann de Lesseps, even Louis Vuitton makes mistakes. Thank you. And I'm so sad about this because Louis Vuitton is probably my favorite designer. Like if I ever went to the Met Gala, I would want to be designed by Louis Vuitton. And Naomi Osaka is just like coming off of an amazing year. And I don't, I actually don't even know where to begin to unpack what, I don't, I don't even know what I'm looking at, honestly. And maybe that's again, like my limited view of fashion and like understanding of like this like art form Maybe I'll ask Morgan Stewart to explain because I don't understand this. Well, the reference is that it was inspired by her American, Haitian, and Japanese heritage. So it's like a fusion. That's very cool. But unfortunately, the dress is still not beautiful. Agreed. Agreed. And I don't think that her glam team did anything for her either. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Okay. I'm glad we can agree. And, And I'm sad about it. Yeah. Okay, next we have Troy Sivan. I don't know who he's wearing. Um, but it's a plunging backless jumpsuit. It's fine. It's like not really American. Like I don't get the reference. Yeah. And I don't think it's that cool. Yeah, I don't love it. But not Ben Platt ben, is perfect. Ben Platt, I hate this What? Outfit. Oh I my God, I think it's literally perfect. It's, it's literally, when I saw it, I'm like, I know the theme. Like I know because it's like, it's a denim tuxedo. It's like the American 70s. It's so that 70s show. It's way too on the money for oh, me. I love it. And his hair was perfect. I literally hate it. Oh, I thought it was great. I thought it was no, great. Like he did a good job. I just don't like I mean, the you style. would never wear it. No, no, no. But like I just, but yes, I, he, I know. It just hit me wrong. I know I feel that. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's unique. Yes. Next we have Carly Claw. Carly Kloss. I just feel like. Carly Kloss like is constantly like letting me down like this is a gorgeous dress and she's a gorgeous girl but like 
I don't know, do something different once in a while. Like, look ugly. Like, something. Like, it's just too easy for Carla Claus, and she always just does the bare minimum, in my opinion. I agree with that. I, but this dress is, like, literally sick. It's yeah, beautiful. No, she looks great. Again, any red carpet anywhere in the world. Yeah. Okay, next we have Taylor Hill, who's wearing Versace, looking like an angel who just fell out of heaven. Yeah, the picture they're using on people is, like, literally the worst picture. I saw, like, her looking so much better in different pictures. But I agree. This blue Versace number is glorious. And I can't believe Taylor Hill was invited. Like, a lot, like there are a lot of models... Like, there were so many just models, because that's fashion. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, true. like, that they have the models there. But I feel like she had, like, a... She was, like, super relevant for a while, and, like, now she just lives a quiet life, does her business. Like, she's the face of David Yerman. I saw her at the... Right, but I think, like, some of these designers, like, still want models in their clothes. Yeah. You know? It's, some things don't change. Yeah. Sweetie is next. I thought this was beautiful. Yeah, I like that it's actually... It's, you know, it's a good interpretation of red, white, and blue. We get the red and yep. blue and sparkly. Um, beautiful. Yeah. Not my Overall, favorite. Not my favorite, but it, it's a good look. Yeah. It's a good look. Then we have Yara Shahidi, who is in a Josephine Baker-inspired embroidered strapless gown, all by Dior. <sighs> creme de la creme. Creme de la creme. Cream it's of beautiful. The cream. Stunning. One of the best looks of the evening. I agree. Putting her on the short list, and then we will figure out between us, you know, who if the best dressed is. If it's top three. Oh, here's Debbie Harry. Next, we have Zach Posen and Debbie Harry. Okay, respect for Zach Posen. Like, somebody understood the assignment. Like, Okay, although this is not, like, the most beautiful dress I've ever seen. Like, the denim, the red and white. Like, finally. Like, that... I was expecting a million Debbie Harrys. And I got yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next we have Grimes, who is in a Dune-inspired sheer ombre capped Iris Van Herpen gown with a metallic mask and a matching sword. I don't know. I don't, know, gonna, I don't know what to say here. Here's the thing. I'm not going to pretend to understand it. I'm not going to pretend to understand Grimes, but like respect to Grimes. Sure. She whatever. commits. Sure. She commits to whatever it is that she's doing. Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner looking like the classy broad she is. Yeah. Like she was really there on business and she looks like it. Yeah. No, and I feel like in the past she's tried to like, you know, try and like do the stuff like with the kids and the wigs and mm -hmm. everything. And, and she, she looks silly. Felt, yeah, silly. She's and grown up. <laughs> she's grown up and she looks wonderfully mature and on point. Yeah. Next we have Lily Reinhardt, who we discussed yep. as looking fantastic. Then there's Cara Delevingne in Dior. Peg the Patriarchy. Okay. I, if you say so. Yeah, but also the outfit is giving very much Michaela's bib. <laughs> like, uh, just from a fashion standpoint. Yeah. I'm okay, not into it. Okay, next we have someone who just looks so sickeningly stunning, Joan Smalls. Oh, in just Ralph gorgeous. Lauren. That's literally, like, it's perfect. That It is perfect. perfect. It's perfection. Feeling good about it. Me too. I'll skip over Channing Tatum because we I don't talked want to about him, you. and I don't want to hurt you any further. Lily Aldridge is disappointing in Ralph Lauren, I would say, majorly Though Give, I, giving me Kmart. She's giving me the reference, but not the, the look. fashion. It's yeah. giving it's giving Kmart. Yeah. Okay. Next, we have CL who is wearing um, an over a denim overcoat with high waisted briefs. Both Alexander Wang, which it, she looks kind of crazy. But the reference is there. Like, yeah. it's like the, the Calvin Klein. No, I know. And I wish they had done it a little bit better because the undies is giving diaper. Mm -hmm. And if it was better, I think that it would have been amazing. Yeah. Okay, next we have Rosalia, who's wearing, like, all fringe. I didn't even see this look until right now. Me neither. And literally, like, nothing fits her. 
The boots are enormous. The jacket is swallowing her. Like, where is the tailor? Yeah, I agree. I, I don't get it. Okay, we're going to skip ahead. There's literally so many looks. Kaya Gerber, please it t- ins- explain to me the reference. It's an Audrey Hepburn look. I think Audrey Hepburn literally, or maybe not. Yeah, Bianca Jagger. Oh, yes, Bianca Jagger wore the exact same dress. Now, the hair is, she looks like her mother here. Yes. The, and which is uh, not but an I, insult. I thought that that was her reference. You know what? That would have been perfect. Like, draw a little mole, wear like a classic Cindy Crawford. Wear this, an old dress from her garage. The hair is terrible. The, she's going to a funeral. I think this is atrocious for, for literally. For, atrocious? Yeah, for the model of the moment, literally the biggest model right now, this is what you're giving me at the Met Gala? And where the fuck is Jacob Elordi? Are they dating? Yeah. Cute. Yeah, really cute. Why wasn't he there? He like would be there. He's very in fashion. Like he does all these photo shoots and he, he wears like really androgynous clothing. Like he would have been great. Okay. I think she looks so stunning. She obviously played it safe, but like I can't believe the word atrocious was used to describe. I hate it. (laughs) Hate with the intensity of 10,000 suns. The hair is the worst part of it. And the waistline is so bizarre. Okay, but the hair is classic female American. No, I saw the Bianca Jagger reference. The Bianca Jagger hair was everything of the sort. This was nothing of the sort. Hate. Loathe entirely. Loathe entirely. Okay, skipping ahead next to, I think it's safe to say the worst look of the night, Dan Levy. Oh, wait, let me skip. I mean, I would agree with you. Um, I saw posted on Instagram like a really in-depth explanation of the look. And while I really appreciate the sentiment that was put into it, there's so many things wrong with this just as a look. And I'm going to start with the hair. It's so... (laughs) greasy looks like there's tar in it like it's the, the it's helmet head like the hair is bothering me so much I couldn't look at anything else and it's just bad it's really bad and he was like one of the first to come so you just kept seeing this picture over and over again like some of these people who are wearing bad looks like I didn't even see them until this morning like, Rosalia you know no but hers wasn't like that bad but like I don't know just Dan Levy just like he was one of the first to make an impression and it was a really bad one. Oh uh, yeah really bad um, okay, next, Brooklyn Beckham and Nicola Peltz. Giving me Barbie and Ken, and it's perfect. Also giving me, like, Betty Draper, Don Draper. <gasps> yes! And, I, like, that's, like, the reference. I actually, I know it's simple, and I know they didn't, like, reinvent the fashion mm-hmm. wheel or anything, and they're also just, like, two models being models. But I think they look amazing. I completely agree. Amazing. Agreed. Like, once you say Betty Draper, and, like, no, not a lot of people went that route either. no. So I think I was glad that they did it. Me too. Um, okay, moving on. Is who else have we not spoken about? Emma Chamberlain. Emma. Okay, and then I have set one more. Emma Chamberlain was wearing Louis Vuitton. She was the literal first person there. Which, by the way, if you want to get your, if you want to stand out at the Met Gala, be the first person there. So two things. One, she was the first person there because you know how like a few years ago, Liza Koshy was the YouTuber who went and she did the red carpet interviews for Vogue. Yeah, that was. Emma Chamberlain. So she had to be there first to interview everyone. Oh, she did interviews? I didn't even see. Yes, she did the interviews. Second, you were right. There was a YouTube table. And Derek Blasberg brought Nikki Tutorials, Jackie Aina, Emma Chamberlain, even though Emma Chamberlain was dressed by Louis Vuitton. So, and, which brings to our next dressed, Addison Rae. Oh, was yeah. at the YouTube table with Derek Blasberg. We need to talk about Addison's look, and then we need to talk about everyone saying that she borrowed the dress from Courtney Because now, it may, if she went with YouTube, that means a designer did not dress her, mm-hmm. and then she was asked to show up. She was dressed by Luxury Law. 
Do you think that was Courtney's dress? No. But luxury laws are stylist. Yeah. Right. She can afford a dress. So you just think it's a coincidence? Yeah, and if she borrowed a dress from Courtney, which is entirely possible, she wouldn't have given her a dress she recently worn. I'm sure she has a million dresses she's never worn. Oh, I'm just assuming that perhaps she borrowed the and dress. One was strapless and one was... Maybe they, maybe they added straps. Like no. Maybe they made it for Addison. I don't think so. Okay. I was fine with her borrowing a dress. Like, she gets invited to fashion's biggest night, just happens to be at the one table that's not dressing you, and she's going to her most fashionable friend for help. Yeah, no. I think that's, like, so cute, and she, like, wants to take it seriously. And, you know, by the way, I felt the way about her outfit. Like, was it earth-shattering? No. But did she fit in? Yes. And honestly, I'm sure that's all she wanted. Yeah. At first, I actually thought it was photoshopped because the hair was so different. Um, different Rexa. From what we've seen. But the more I look at it, the more I love her look so much. It's, it's beautiful. She like, also looks like Margot Robbie with her hair cut And you know like what? That. She looked mature. Yeah. She looked like she belonged there. And I know not everyone loved it. And yes, could she have done something crazier and better? Yeah, of course. But I'm sure she just wanted to like fit in. It's a very scary night. I'm sure she was actually so happy to have Dixie there because like you don't you really can't talk to anyone and Courtney wasn't there I'm like what is she gonna go up to Kim and Kendall like she met them twice like I'm I'm sure they actually like were so grateful to have one another there and so I was really happy that they both were there yeah and then um anyone else you want to discuss no but just really quickly back to Emma Chamberlain because we didn't even get to discuss her dress was so unbelievably gorgeous and perfect and her makeup was killer like she was in my top best dressed yeah 100%. 100%. Agreed. But and then I don't know if it's just because she got there so early, her dress made such an impact, whereas, like, the later dresses, when you're seeing them all at once, they just don't, like, hit you. Yeah. No, I agree. Like, it, you get a time slot. I heard Kendall and Gigi, like, talking about that. They're, they're, they got slotted together to walk. They were, like, so happy about it. So you really don't get to choose when you walk. Interesting. Oh, I guess if, like, you had a choice. I would want to be the first one there, unless I didn't like my outfit. Yeah, and right. I would just go, blend in. I would go at the same time as Kim. Okay, so all in all, if you had to give someone a worse dressed, let me see. I screenshotted some of my least favorites. Okay, I only got to, to like, put pen to paper on two worst dressed. Okay, mine is very, very, very sad. Said with a very heavy heart, but it's Casey Musgraves. Okay. It's really bad. I didn't put her on worst dress because, like, it was not good. It wasn't good and no it's pretty bad it's really bad especially when the bar is so high for, for her. her yeah so she she fell far from the bar one of my worst was dan levy i just yeah. and especially because he came so early and i was just like oh no oh no 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 no, no. then aoc oh yeah i mean how moronic read the room like okay thirty thousand no, dollar ticket to go uh, in the wealthiest room on earth right now. Go ahead. Go tax them. No, it was so stupid. And honestly... Or, like, take your $35,000 ticket, donate it to the government. Right, not to some museum. Or the $250,000 table. Maybe you could get your table mates in on it. No, also, I just... I, it's a general rule of thumb. Like, I don't like when people put <laughs> messages, like, uh, in a bottle on their dresses. Like, I don't like that. If your outfit has writing on it, <laughs> I am not going to like it. I agree. Like, because honestly, even if it's, like, a, a powerful, good message, like... It's so tacky, like, just, like... It's so tacky, and it's, like... It's so obvious, like, I don't know, you have something to say, say it in a more artistic way. Subtle way. Yeah. And then when you get interviewed on the red carpet, you can... And they say, well, it was the inspiration, you can sort of explain, but, like, to have to write the words to spell it out for us, like, I I hate it every single time. Me too, I completely agree. Without fail. Okay, and then best dress for me is honestly a no-brainer. It is, of course, Kendall Jenner with an honorable mention to um, Zoe Kravitz. Ooh, okay. Best dress for me was Kendall Jenner. Uh, and that's two years in a row because I voted her best at camp. 
Oh, I don't She was my what number one best, which yeah. is so crazy. And then my second best dress was Anokiai. We didn't get a chance to talk about her in the People Magazine article. I posted a picture of her to my story. Mm-hmm. She's a model. She just was the moment, Claude. Okay. Like everything of the sort, everything you want to see at the Met Gala. I have a picture on my phone. Just. Oh, gorgeous. Gorgeousness. Yeah. And then if I had to choose a third. Well, you don't because we decided on one. Oh, great. Yeah, you're done. I'm done. Um, Honestly, I just felt like all in all, so many of the looks were just like so disappointing. But then also the guest list was so disappointing. Like there was no Kylie. Oh my God. Yeah. We need to talk about the people who were there and the people who weren't there. No Lady Gaga. No Ariana Grande. No Ariana Grande. No Harry Styles. No Beyonce. No Taylor Swift. Donde esta? Donde esta? Like it was so honestly like B-list. It was incredibly B-list. I think there were a lot of people who weren't there. I mean, I understand probably Beyonce had like, she doesn't Busy. go all the yeah. time. Like she has other things going on. But like Lady Gaga is a weird one to me. She's been, oh, Selena Gomez was just in New York promoting her TV show. And she always goes with Coach. She always goes, yeah, no, Lady Gaga is should be promoting. She, she's doing House of Gucci. Like, right? Isn't it Gucci? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't she be doing a Gucci moment? Like, to promote the show. Cardi B. Cardi, well, she just had a baby. Okay. Like, literally a week ago. I was just going to say that, too. But I Nicki can also Minaj, see Cardi B, like, coming on the red carpet, having just had a baby, and, like, giving us a whole new Giving life. us, like, a whole, like, a hospital room, maternity like, wing moment. Right. And, like, a new respect yeah. for postpartum Lizzo. fashion. Lizzo. Yeah. Lizzo. No one was there. No one was there. I think who else I was really surprised wasn't there considering like ever since they Megxited, we thought that they, they were doing it to go to the Met Gala. Same. Megan and Harry. Ha- Harry and Megan for sure. Zendaya wasn't there. Mm-hmm. I thought for sure Harry and Meghan were going to be there. And honestly, like I was wrong. Me too. Otherwise, why did what they What was Meg's the point? It? Yeah, right. But I also feel like this was like the losery Met Gala. No, nobody wants to be associated. Like, when maybe it comes back all the way, even though I do think on the red, the only thing that matters is the red carpet. So, and I, the, I think Rihanna thought the same thing when mm-hmm. she went and took her picture. I didn't even know she didn't go into the party. She might have went in, but she was swift. I saw her, like, coming from the hotel and coming back from the hotel literally within an hour. So, I, even though, like, on the inside, maybe it wasn't the same as it's usually been or whatever, like, it was still the 2021 Met Gala. Right. Like, it was. And it was nothing. It was. It was really lackluster. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we're going to get into some stories, mostly Met Gala adjacent. The first big one who was making news as the carpet was starting was Nicki Minaj, who skipped the Met Gala over the vaccine mandate and made a claim of impotence about her cousin's friend. Right. So she tweeted, they want you to get vaccinated for the Met. If I get vaccinated, it won't be for the Met. It'll be once I feel I've done enough research. I'm working on that now. In the meantime, my loves be safe. Wear the mask with two strings that grips your head and face. Not that loose one. So honestly, like... I had heard like whispers that certain people who weren't attending were because they were not vaccinated. And then Nicki Minaj just kind of confirmed that for me. And now I'm just like everyone who wasn't there. I'm like, well, is it because you're not vaccinated or because like you were busy? Right. You know, I'm sure we'll never know. I'm sure it's both. It's a mix of both. Yeah. And we knew that the Mecca was going to be like vaccine mandate. Did we? I'm pretty sure. I had read this like page six article a few weeks ago that was like all about the rules for this Met Gala. But also. I thought it also meant masks on the carpet, but it's just masks. In- they had to wear masks inside. Oh, maybe that's were- why people didn't want to stay. Unless like- they were eating or drinking. But they're also all vaccinated. Also, the food was vegan, so like no one was eating. I saw a picture right. of the food. Kiki Palmer doing the Lord's work. It was actual like rations. Like it was 
atrocious. I haven't seen anything from inside yet. No, like Kiki Palmer was like, this is why no one shows you the food. Like it was actual like mouse droppings. Like it was so offensive to me as a food eater. Oh my God. And they're probably also hungry. It's the longest day ever. They've been like waiting on those lines. No, I'm telling you like the Mechala is it's not torture. fun. And like when I saw that Courtney just went to Polo Bar with her mans, oh. like in the, and they were by the fireplace. I was like, that Dressed is casually. That is an evening to me. No, a hundred percent. And that's why I feel like so many people like they just go and they they change so quickly into their after party looks. And like that's the after parties. Like they're always serving. And like especially I'm sure Rihanna's like they always have like a Shake Shack sponsorship. Like that after party is I think why people put up with the torture. And of course the pictures. The and, pic the and like you are just you know you're that's like the highest level of celebrity. I yeah. think you know. Yeah. Totally. But um, I didn't really see much about the after party. Maybe it was like a phone, no phones event. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I mean, I also had a very busy morning. I sliced my finger open. Oh, yeah. Which is why I'm wearing this Band-Aid. What were you um, eating? I was eating a bagel. Was it good? Because I'm a big woman. Did you get blood on the bagel? No, you know, no, I didn't. Okay. But it ruined my whole morning because then I, I couldn't, I, I was gushing blood. I'm still like foraging ahead with one hand trying to make a bagel. And then I had to go and do my makeup and I left it in the toaster. So I toasted it again. It was a hockey puck by the time I ate this goddamn bagel. I didn't even eat the whole thing. You guys, just, it's just so difficult. It's so hard. Um, okay, anything else you want to say about the Met Gala? No, all in all, like, overall, it was an enormous wave of disappointment. Like, and I was, just, maybe I was just expecting too much from, like, my favorite peeps, you know? I think for me, the bar was very low. As were the results. As were the results. So I wasn't expecting anything that I didn't get. I think maybe, especially in the beginning of the night, I was like, this is worse than I could have imagined. Mm -hmm. um, we didn't really get iconic red carpet moments. Like, why did J-Lo not walk with the carpet with Ben? Oh, yeah. Instead, they were only together on the inside where they wore a mask while they kissed, which is the most disgusting <laughs> thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, no, it's moronic. Um, also, Bill de Blasio was there. Like, And, and honestly, after that, I was out. So offensive. That's, no, that's actually disgusting. Like, seriously. Like, this is a New York event, and you are going to literally invite the man who single-handedly destroyed the city? I and we all it. agree. Like, it's we not a political right. thing. We all agree that Bill de Blasio is an actual maniac. And we're inviting him. Like, why are we rewarding him? That I was a know. huge, huge mistake. Yeah. And that was really offensive to me as a New Yorker. I completely agree. Um... And anyone else that you just, mm -mm. I do wish we could see what Kylie was going to wear and I who know. she was going to go with. I know. Like a pregnant moment. Some of the best, like most iconic looks on the red carpet are pregnant moments. Like remember when Cardi B was wearing like an actual cathedral mm -hmm. and she was pregnant? Like a pregnant Met Gala moment is beautiful. Yeah. Why yeah. are you looking at me like that? No, I'm not. Oh, you were like, I'm just trying to think. Like, you're looking at me like so terse. No, no, I'm sorry. If there was like anything else, like we didn't get the, you know, couple moment between Megan Kelly. We didn't get Channing Tatum and Zoe Kravitz. On we the didn't carpet. get Travis and Courtney. We didn't get Jen and Ben together. No. So. And we didn't get like any real A-listers. Like. And we didn't get like any like great iconic photos. Like even like when, you know, all the Kardashians were there with their husbands mm -hmm. and boyfriends and like for camp and they were just like all together on the carpet like so cute yeah nothing like that no it was honestly like i'm holding out for the next monday in may like maybe you, this was just like a temporary event like they had to have one right but they had all the same things that the I other know. ones have it was just so like wow yeah maybe they need to start televising it okay 
I mean, the carpet was on E. No, like the event, like. Oh my God, the carpet was on E. And like, all I want to see is like a camera live stream mm-hmm. on the carpet. That's all I want to see. And they kept going to the four talking heads. Oh my God, I, I was like, what am I, why am I looking at no, these that's people? that's so fucking annoying. When like the, the biggest night in fashion is underway and you keep cutting back. I don't totally. even care if the, you know, it's someone's train holder who's walking through. I want to see it. By the way, they really need to bring back fashion, please. And it needs to be Morgan Stewart's show. Yeah. Like I was thinking that the other day because I was like, I was wanting to watch something this morning while I got ready for the show to like hear what other people thought about the fashion. Like there's nothing on. And I'm like, why can't we do, first of all, Fashion Police was the best show on television. And I do think we could recreate it. Like I actually think Morgan would be so good at it. I know, but she has so much on her plate at the network. She needs to leave behind Nightly Pop. But I think she loves Nightly Pop. And Fashion Police would be once a week, maybe less. Maybe just after, like, big events. Okay, you should talk to her, but I don't think she sees it like that. Okay, but, like, she is honestly one of the most fashionable people of our generation. A- and funny talking right. head. So I think that, like, really, E is constantly churning out pieces of shit. Like, celebrity constantly. game face. Like It's constant. We need... Uh, it's time. Okay. Thank you for You're your welcome. plea. Let's get into our next story. Moving Which on is from brought the to you by Bruce. And, you know, I heard everyone at the Met Gala was fresh breath because of their brush, but you didn't hear that from me. The best electric toothbrush on the market that is also the most affordable because some electric toothbrushes can cost over $200, which I'm sorry, is an insane amount of money to spend on a toothbrush, but the brush is much more affordable and it's so much better because it comes in trend-driven seasonal colors and I hear the fall colors are about to drop. So, like, I'm just saying, don't knock it till you try it. Bruce is everything of the sort. And it's the unofficial official brush of the morning toast. Mm-hmm. The brush itself comes with six unique modes to customize your brushing experience. The battery life lasts four weeks. It comes with a magnetic charging stand and a compact travel case. They also offer a subscription program, so you never forget to change your brush head again. Bruce will ship you a new replacement head every six months, so you're never stuck using a worn-down brush head. The design is super sleek. It has a modern, aesthetically pleasing design, and it comes in trend-driven seasonal colors, and it looks great on your bathroom counter. Get 15% off your Bruce toothbrush kit and the refill plan when you use promo code TOAST at Bruce.com. That's 15% off using promo code TOAST at B-R-U-U-S-H.com. Thank you, Claudia. It's a pleasure. Next up, we have some happy couple news. Kate Hudson is engaged to Danny Fujikawa after five years of dating. Wow, that means we've been doing this show for a long time because I feel like we announced that they were dating on a podcast. Probably. And that was five years ago. Honestly, like, I love Kate Hudson, but I really don't find myself keeping up with her love life only because she doesn't really date, like, super famous people. So, like, happy for her. I think that's good. And Danny Fujikawa is the stepbrother of the Foster Sisters. Because what? they were commenting, Erin commented, finally, we're officially sisters. Sarah wrote, whoa, it's official. Um, Wait, that must be so fun for them. Because and they the are, fosters, I do associate all of them with each other. Well, they're like this group, like they're a clique in Hollywood of like blonde women who are always together. Like Kate Hudson and the Fosters are really close. So this is actually so cute. Like, you know, someone marries your brother, like that's your sister. Yeah. And that's super cute. They seem like they've been a happy couple for a while, so yeah. why not take the next step? Also, Kate Hudson was at the Met Gala last night. Did we talk about her outfit? No, it was just like a pink crop top, and it was fine. It was fine. Um, also, I always feel like, you know, Kate Hudson and Matthew McConaughey, like, were supposed to end up together. Yeah, that's like didn't. Jennifer Lawrence and Bradley Cooper. Yeah. But I, I don't feel that way about Jennifer Lawrence and Bradley Cooper anymore. I feel like he's kind of like toxic. like Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams. Yes. Yeah. It's like Cameron Diaz and Jason Siegel. Oh, yeah. 
That's what everyone says, right? Well, I'm happy for Kate Hudson. That's actually, I'm actually happier for like Aaron and Sarah. Like that's rocks. I'm happy for the whole crew, you know, the group. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun wedding, bridal party. Totally. They actually have like that, like I feel like Gwyneth Paltrow's in that crew. Um, Jen Meyer jewelry is in that crew. Mm-hmm. It's just like rich blonde women. Mm-hmm. Happy for them. Same. Fifth and final story. I even I lost count of what was what in the first story. It's no, just, I think this is four. It's just the last fine. tab I have open. It's well, fine. the third story was about like Channing Tatum and Zoe Kravitz like going. But together, we already but, covered it. But not being together. Okay. Sorry. So I, I brought it up again. It's fine. But I didn't number it. It's okay. <laughs> Fifth and final story. You know what, you guys? I think we all need this after having to talk about fashion hogwash all morning. It's the, the final story. Shut the fuck up, you annoying motherfuckers. Okay, what's the <laughs> final story? Talentless, annoying hacks. hacks with your obnoxious voices. You say like too much. Okay, all right. Stop You're singing. offending me now. <laughs> okay, the fifth and final story is that Harry Styles and Florence Pugh make out in... Pug? Pug? She's a pogue. Pug, huh? Make out in Don't Worry Darling Teaser, the movie directed by Olivia Wilde that has brought this couple together while he's making out with another lady yeah, it's while weird. Olivia Wilde is holding the camera. While Olivia Wilde's posting the trailer on her Instagram. Like, yeah. it's weird, but also the scene of them making out was, like, very sexy and, like, the Harry Stands, like, we're, they're, like, we're not well. Like, check on your local Harry Stand because it was just, like, this very <laughs> erotic scene of them in the trailer. I mean, only... Only Harry Styles can make the most boring 11-second trailer, like, worldwide news. Um, and, you know, I have to say something, and maybe I'm showing my age here, but, like, I have no idea who Florence Puga is. She's from Little Women, which is obviously why you don't know her, and she dates Zach Braff. I know that, which is weird, because, like, isn't he 1,000 years old? Yes, and so I think when they started, she's 25, and he's definitely, like, in can his, you Google his 30s. Age? Hold on. But she's from other stuff, too. Hold on. I know. She's, she just has, like, a crazy-ass fan base. He, oh, he's 46. Wow. But See, she's 25. She's her old enough is, to make her own her decisions. Her brain is fully formed. Yeah, Do no, that's just, want. like, gross. But, but, they've been but you together, have to make out with Harry Styles. They've been together for a long time, so, like, people don't question it. And that's just, like, not something people are, like, will let you question. Okay, she was in Black Widow, Little Women, Midsummer, Lady Macbeth. Like, no movies I've ever seen, no, so that's why. No, she was in Fighting With My Family, which I've seen. You know, that's the one about Paige from WWE. Oh, yeah. And how she, like, would fight with her family in a, you know, Physical wrestling way. sort of way. Was she the lead? She Then she did great in that film. Yeah, I just, like, don't know her, but she's super pretty, and she's all over my TikTok just because, like, she has this crazy-ass fan base, especially now that she's in this movie. I'm sure, like, she's getting death threats for making out with Harry Styles, but I very much intend to see this movie, um, but I did see Dunkirk and it was not good. But I don't think that you, it, that wasn't about Harry for you. Like that was about the story of Dunkirk. No, it was about Harry. He wasn't good. So you liked the movie. No, the whole thing was bad. And also like, I couldn't hear anything. It was, it was honestly like, okay, like war movies are really difficult, especially those that are just like embroiled in battle. And like Dunkirk was just like, it was embroiled for it, sure. It was just a crazy ass mm-hmm. excursion so i mean if you told me you're going to see dunkirk do you think I, do i think you would like it i would say no even though i've never even seen it 
Okay, well, I'm just I saying, just like, I hope, like, Harry's next movie's better. Yeah, this seems, like, more in line with the Harry Styles you're looking to yeah, see. Yeah, it's, it's honestly giving me, like, Betty Draper vibes. It's, like, this old-school, like, 50s thing. But it's also a, a thriller. I have no idea what it's about. It's, uh, apparently, it's a psychological thriller. Oh, which, well, like, that sounds good. It does sound good, but I can't watch shit like that. Why? It, because it's just too spooky, and, like, there's like just... Like Shutter Island? Shutter Island, I, you have to spook through. Right. No, you have to make it through the spook. Yeah. But don't. this movie tells the story of Alice, a 1950s housewife who was living in an experimental community with her husband, Jack. Ooh, I take it back. Ooh. Things take a turn with, when Alice begins to suspect that Jack and his company are hiding a secret. Okay. But I'm this sounds it. actually good. I'm seeing this. I take it back. You know what it sounds like? Um, did you ever watch Lost? No. Oh. What's that? They have this like community. What was it called? Sounds like Stepford Wives. Oh, such a good movie. Such a good movie. Um, I guess, all right. Well, I guess a, th- a psychological thriller, I could probably do. That's like Gone Girl. You yeah, know? I guess. And like, I like books that are thrillers. I don't like horror movies or scary movies. That no. I don't watch. No. But a thriller keeps you on the edge of your seat, but I think I'll do it. Okay, now it's time for Dear Toasters, which I'm so excited about because we got, had to skip last week because Jackie forced because me. Because some people felt like we had to skip it. And some people felt like we shouldn't have, but here we are. We here we are it. on the longest episode ever. I know, like we really should move it to tomorrow because we don't have a lot to talk about tomorrow because there's no Real Hostess of New York reunion on tonight. But we but, made a commitment and that, we're doing that it. That breaks our promise of last week, which was like we didn't do it because it wasn't Tuesday. No, it's Tuesday. We're doing it. Okay. But do you think it's... Dear Toasters is our advice segment. And if you ever need advice, write to deartoasters at gmail.com and we will do our best to get your quandary on air. Mm-hmm. First up, good morning, Jackie and Claudia. Much love to y'all. My sister and I are massive toasters and we've recently gotten our mother to become a toaster too. She, sa- she says with her thick southern accent, I just love to listen to them talk. Oh that is God. so cute. I'm struggling with the decision and I need your help. I'm supposed to be going on a trip to Boston to visit a friend from college in a few weeks, along with a few other people. I'm usually chomping at the bit to get on a plane and travel, but there's a small issue. My ex-boyfriend, we were together for six years, is one of the people going. My ex and I have remained friends, even post-breakup, because we're in the same friend group. So I've sucked it up when our friends were in town, hung out with him, and tried to be as normal as possible whenever we're in the same place. He's a good guy, but he's sneaky and dishonest at times. It's why we broke up in the first place. He recently moved... And for many reasons that I don't have time to share, we did not end on good terms. I've always tried to remain positive and not badmouth him like not badmouth him with our other friends for the sake of the group dynamic, but I'm thinking that a weekend getaway with him may be too much for me to handle. I've already committed to the trip and would love to see my friends, but this may be too much for me. I just feel like I'm always putting the group first and never thinking about my own health. And if I don't go, how the heck do I explain to the group without blatantly say it's beca- saying it's because of him? Sincerely, a loyal Southern toaster. That's tough. And I feel like you already know what you're going to do because you should not be putting, like, the sake of the group. Like, we're adults. Like, you have to take care of yourself. It's like the army. Every man for himself. It reminds me of Naomi and Craig. And, like, mm-hmm. how she stopped, like, going on the trips and stuff. Like, just because, like, I understand, like, this is a group cast ensemble. But mm-hmm. I, for my own personal mental health, like, can't be around my ex-boyfriend right now. I agree. That shouldn't be so confusing. Do what you got to do. Don't worry about, like, the group. Unless, you, like, and it's funny because some people would say, like, I don't want to go because my boyfriend's there, but I want to go because it's going to be a good time and I don't want to, like, jeopardize. I don't want to, you know, 
miss out miss out and do, like take that away from myself but, but you're that's gonna not have a terrible you're time you're worried about what they're gonna think no no no, no stay and, home say like the toast said you couldn't go and what's worse than like spending money on a trip where you don't have fun like that's the most frustrating part and you spend time away like from your family and for me i'm like away from theo and i'm like i'm spending money to ha- torture myself so if you're not thinking in advance that you don't even think you're gonna have fun like you definitely should not go and i do feel like in 2019 2018 like we did stuff like that like yeah. we went on trips we didn't want to go on we spent money on things we didn't want to do and now with just like the a finite amount of trips and, and things that we're doing like make everyone count oh that's such good advice um okay we have more dear toasters brought to you by canva pro ever since we found canva pro we can do anything like a pro with any device honestly you guys we would never admit this if we weren't you know sponsored by canva pro but for years our business has been run on Canva Pro. Like everything we do is on Canva. It's it's the most amazing platform. Everything we do is on Canva. Like we, the Redheads is <laughs> completely supported by Canva. Built on Canva. Built by Canva. Canva Pro is a design platform that empowers you to create and share stunning content in just a few clicks. So it's super fast and fun. You can choose from thousands of templates that are easy to customize or you can start from scratch. They have endless amounts of premium fonts, photos, videos, and so much more. And they add personality and edge to whatever you're designing. So honestly, if you have like a side business or you're an influencer and like you're just needing cool graphics, it's the perfect place if you don't have like tons of experience creating content. It's so easy. Ben introduced it to me like years ago. And honestly, our business has never been the same. Like that's why we're successful. They also have a content planner. You'll save time planning, creating and posting social media content too. You can pause, schedule posts, edit them at any time. And it's really just like a fabulous platform that has so many different features. And you can design like a pro with Canva Pro. Right now, you can get a free 45-day extended trial. When you use our promo code, just go to canva.me slash toast to get your free 45-day extended trial. That's C-A-N-V-A dot M-E slash toast, canva.me slash toast. All right, next year, toasters. Jackie and Claudia. Not sure if it's the three glasses of wine talking or my period, but here it goes. I'm getting married to an absolute pee-jom in one month. He has a close group of friends in the city we live in, most of whom have girlfriends. Over the past two years, I haven't been that close to them. I don't feel like they're inclusive, but also we don't really have the same interests. I work and value my career, politics, reading, and they just want to be stay-at-home moms and talk about shopping. Anyways, I've been getting a little closer to them, but I still feel like I'm an outsider. I would like to do more things with these girls, but I don't really know how to approach them. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Love you both. Literally cried when I found out Jackie was preggy O. Sincerely, a socially awkward FOMO FOMO toaster. I have to say one thing, and I don't think you're going to like it, but I do think it's something that you need to hear. And it's just in the way that I feel like you refer to these women. So you say you don't really know them, but like all they do is like, you know, shop and like be stay at home moms, which is kind of condescending. I'm just going to say, but you're like into career and politics. Like, I feel like part of the reason why you're not connecting with them is like you feel like you're better than them. And like, if you do feel that way, then don't hang out with them. But if you do want to get to know them, if you come in with this attitude, like I don't think it's going to be received well by them. And I'm just being honest. Yeah, I would say like not everyone is as they seem. I think a lot of people on the surface seem one way. And then when you take the time to to get to know them are a different way I would also say if this is a group of like four or five women they're all different from one another just because you think you might not like one of them doesn't mean you wouldn't get along with all of them or right. some of them and I think it's you, not fair to loop them all I in. think you are prematurely judging them a little bit I think there's a lot of people who yes perhaps they talk more about like shopping and their kids because those are like fun things to talk about doesn't mean they don't have political opinions mm-hmm. or like interesting takes on other things or things that they're interested in that you might find interesting. Yeah. I feel like maybe... I, most people aren't that one-dimensional. Yeah. And I think if you 
it would behoove you to become friends with your husband's yeah. friends' wives. Like this sounds like, you know, they have a group that's established and you, you kind of want to come in a little bit. I would try and meet them like where they're at it and then take it from there. But most people are not ever, exactly as One thing. Seem. Yeah. And also I feel like maybe because you don't feel like they've been inclusive of you, you're like a little resentful and that's why you're coming up with these judgments. So I would just go in with like a fresh, clean slate. Like try not to think anything... Let them show you who they are first before you come up. And then if you don't like them, don't hang out with them. But, like, let them at least be given the chance to show you what they're all about. And all of those topics, like, are not mutually exclusive from one another. Right. You could like shopping and politics. Yeah. It's true. And career. What was the other thing that... Like, they're stay-at-home moms and she's more of a career girl. She's career, politics, and what was the other thing? Reading. Which is a great... By the way, stay-at-home moms love to read. You don't know that they don't read... Like, maybe, even if there's just one reader in the group, you have friend for life, and then you guys could join the redheads. Like, yeah, reading it's gorgeous. is, it's reading, gorgeous. just like a book, like, reading is just, like, a window into a whole new world. Yeah. And honestly, like, if you're feeling socially awkward, I think what brings, what I think will bring you peace is, like, everyone is. Like, nobody knows how to act anymore after the pandemic. So, like, if you feel weird, just know, like, so does everyone else. Yeah. Literally, everybody is socially awkward. Yeah. All right, here's our third and final Dear Toasters. Girls, boys, toasters, please help me. It's lengthy, but for the sake of a fellow toaster's sanity, please ride this wave with me. Okay. My boyfriend is so lazy. I am begging him to do any housework at this point. He stops every five seconds, and I have to, and I have to ask him to finish the task if, and that's a huge if he even starts one. He always just says, I just sat down, which must be nice because my ass cheeks have not seen our couch since we bought it. Here's small examples. If he lets the dogs out, he won't get up to let them back in. If I do something I asked him to do, sorry, if I do something I asked him to do after hours of waiting, he'll say, oh, big deal, it was just X, but it's another added thing to my long list of to-dos. When I talk to him, he sticks his tongue out at me and makes faces. I've asked him nicely to stop and please listen to me, but he doesn't and then laughs or sings over me. He's 30 years old. (laughs) I've talked to him, I've written notes, I've yelled, I've left, I've left the mess, I've begged, and it's always an excuse as to why he shouldn't do it and why I should. When I get mad about it, he turns it around on me about my attitude or my tone. He works hard at work, really shines in his career, but so do a lot of people who still clean up after themselves. We have three kids, two-step and his little cousin that we raise, but they are mine in my eyes. They're married? No, boyfriend. But So they have two stepkids, and they're raising his little cousin, but she sees them all as her kids. Okay, okay. And this matters because I don't want to leave my family behind because then I have no quote-unquote rights. And we have three dogs, so please calculate that into my added stress. That does make a difference. I work, just started a business, and I'm an active board member in a nonprofit. I'm at the point of going insane. I'm a grown woman begging a man to clean up after himself. Lastly, I've tried to hire a cleaning person before, but they would have have to come every single day to keep up with the messes he leaves. I'm fucking desperate, and I can't keep yelling into the void. Also, love you both. Oh, my God. First of all, like, when I tell you, me and Ben had this fight last night. It's just like, I come home, Ben works from home, and I'm out of the house for a few hours. So it's like, I wake up, I clean, you know, I walk into the bathroom, Ben left his underwear, and I have to hang up the towel, and he leave the Q-tips open. So it's just little things. I go into the kitchen, he left his eggs, like a little thing. I go to the toast, I come back, and it's like, it's all been undone. And there's boxes open now, because he got, you know, work for spritz, like... And yesterday, I hit a boiling point, and I guess I didn't realize, like, all day when I was talking to him, I was just bitching at him, like, take the boxes out. Yeah. We need more garbage bags. And when he got into bed, he was like, you have been such, like, a bitch to me all day. And I'm like, okay, I can acknowledge that. Like, I've definitely been nasty, for sure. But can you acknowledge that it's because, like, all I do is pick up after you, and it's starting to eat away at me? Yeah. 
And he's like, but I'm so busy. And I'm like, so am I. Like being busy doesn't mean you can't clean. And I'm not asking you to shine your shoes and scrub the floors. Just like when you finish something, like put it in the trash. Like it's so basic. We literally had this argument last night and honestly, <laughs> It's still left unresolved. Like this morning, like we were still not talking. We have had this argument <sighs> too. It's But I feel so... like Zach is like a neat freak, no? No, that's a common misconception. Mm. Common, actually, no, you're right. Common when mis- we travel together, he's not a clean freak. No, and he's he doesn't not clean a, anything. He's not a helper. No, he's not. He's not a raise my hand. Oh shit, you want me to do the dishes? I got this. No, no. And if I ask him to do the dishes, he says yes. And then two hours later I come out, they're still not done. He will do the dishes between now and the time he dies. No. <laughs> Literally, and when I say like, can you take the trash out? I mean, now. No, like, or I have to say, can you please do the dishes in the next hour? That way, the next time I come out here, like they aren't like you have to put parameters. But honestly, and I find it so infuriating. And we've had some, I've knocked down, drag I've out, a fever pitch at some points where it's like, <laughs> you know what it is? It's fucking, it's insulting and it's disrespectful. That's what I say. Who are you leaving this for? No, no, that's exact. I literally say, first of all, you're disrespecting our home and you're disrespecting me because you're obviously not going to pick up your socks that you leave, assuming that it's going to be me. And honestly, it offends me. It's offensive. It's it's so offensive and it's disrespectful. And so I'm saying like, I, I understand this feeling, yet what you've described is so much worse. I agree. Like the way he's reacting to this, sticking out his tongue like a child, like, when before you said that you guys had like a family together, I was like, girl, leave this grown right, ass right, baby right, right. alone. That's why I needed to clarify because I thought she, that she had said boyfriend, but it's obviously you guys are much partners, they're a family. partners in life. So if she leaves. This isn't like a six month relationship. They're her stepkids. So they're his biological kids. And then the third child is a cousin of his that they're right. raising. So no, she would like, have no rights. It's, with a breaking up of a family, like, and it, you don't do that just because your boyfriend didn't, you know, take the dogs back. So we in. have to make this work. We have, we do have to make this and work. And it's, it's in the communication. I, it's in the communication, but no, like you seem, like you seem like you've tried every avenue and like now you're coming to us. And I think you touched on something. One, that he's very successful in his career, which is, which is good. We ha- like, he's doing something. Yeah. And two, that you've tried a cleaning lady, but that, or I'm sorry, man or lady. And, but that person would have to come every single day. It's not sustainable. He should be, if he doesn't want to do his share, yeah. he should be paying for a housekeeper every single day. I think that's a great compromise. And you, should, you should tell him that and you should say like, this will alleviate so much of the things that are coming between us and we should try it. No, but I know what she's saying. Like, even if you have a housekeeper come every day, like your husband gets home from work and he shits up the place. Like it, it's such a character flaw. And honestly, as, uh, even though I think like a housekeeper would make a big difference, we're adults and like we have to learn how to clean up after ourselves and I don't think that like this band-aid is gonna I know I know I just like I it's a character flaw I like hate to like give the false hope that like people can change and you sometimes just have to like meet them where they are in their immaturity and like I do think people can change in this sense because from it's it's not great now with Ben but from when I first met him it is leaps and bounds better like he wouldn't even put the clothes in the hamper, like just leave them on the floor. And I'm like, come on, this is not a barn. That's true. So he is still not perfect, but he has made enormous strides. Like I would be remiss, devastated and heartbroken if I didn't at least acknowledge how much of a difference, like he used to really like not even know how to fold a shirt and watching him was like, actually I wanted to gouge my eyes out. Now, (laughs) is it a great shirt fold? No, but he knows how to do it. So, okay. Okay. There's hope. Improvement can be made, but this guy, 
it's not even so much his cleaning that's the problem. It's, it's like his, his attitude. Personality. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, well, then maybe you need to find things. What is he ever? What are his gripes with you? What are things that he asks you to do? Like you hold out on those things until he does the things that you need him to do. Or if the couch is like his favorite place and that's where he mostly hangs out, you don't really hang out there. Like everything that he leaves on the floor and around the house. I love doing that. Put it on the couch. I love doing Dirty that. Dirty pan <laughs> on the couch. You just like, you can't care about the couch. Right, like ketchup I filled just want to say, I've, I've never done that. Oh no, I don't do it with stuff. I do it like if there's so much clothing on the floor, I put all of it on men's pillow. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, no. men will notice. Like yeah. finally. Yeah, yeah. Wait, but really quickly. <laughs> There's also one thing. Here. Here's the thing. Put the dirty pan on his pillow. Yeah, no, but they, somewhere that they can't ignore it. Like, somehow I've actually put, like, Ben's sneakers, like, on his pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Just, like, so it's in his face. But also there might be one other thing at play here. Like, she said he's successful in his job. Like, he just might be, like, a chauvinist who thinks that, like, a woman cleans if he earns a living. So, like, I just need more information. Like, do you work? Like, is that the arrangement he thinks he's in? Interesting. And that's why he's blowing you off? He's it, like, please, she, like, I, I went to work today. You clean the house. I feel like she would have said that. Yeah. So I feel like no. I feel like no also. But it's just, it's worth throwing out there. Yeah. No, no I this think... Is, honestly, this is something I would write into a podcast about. Like, I'm struggling with this. I think solution is pan on pillow. 100%. But then, like, you have to sleep next to that smelly pan. I know. Again, you're tortured. No, and it's like my happiness constantly being sacrificed. Fuck, you guys. I'm sure this is, like, a very universal, universal. issue. Please share, like, in the comments or whatever, what you what your advice is here. Yeah, and if or what the any- most annoying thing your boyfriend or partner does. Because for me, like, Ben, because he walks Theo, he wears the Crocs, and he leaves the Crocs out in the hallway. Mm. And it's just, like, such a stain. Like, our neighbors, what they must think of us, Crocs. Like, yeah. it's, Ben uses our hallway like a <laughs> it's, storage. Is it because it's Crocs or because they're in the hallway? It's both. The Crocs are embarrassing. And not only are they Crocs, they're furry on the inside and tie-dye rainbow on the outside okay <laughs> but also ben leaves his golf clubs out there he leaves theo's leash out there yeah, he yeah. leaves no, boxes he, out there it's a storage club. unit yeah it's so embarrassing that is bad so that's like my personal vendetta like pet peeve of what ben does my personal actually wait i might have the solution my personal thing has always been like zach's eggy pan oh my god the like, eggy pan he thinks if it like if he, sometimes you have to leave a dish in the sink to let it soak in the in the soap oh by the way do not tell them that because that ben, ben will literally put a fork and be like it's soaking <laughs> Claude, he leaves it on the stove so i'm yeah. saying like sometimes you do have to do like i don't know if he's airing it but out they use that there. excuse that but it's, it's literally like left there for me it's so offensive but ever since i've been pregnant you guys know mm. i can't stand the kitchen smell i can't be in the kitchen I can't even do my own dishes because I need to get in and out of the kitchen mm-hmm. as soon as possible. And so in exchange for carrying his child, yep. he has to do all of my dishes and he's been doing them. That's the solution. Go off birth control. Like that is the solution. Mm-hmm. And then you can just like, and I, this is a real thing for me. Like, I, and it's annoying. Like I have to leave a big mess and then I have to, you know, I can't just like, I guess I could. Like, I, <laughs> no, but you, you know, know what's so frustrating? But like, it, it really grosses me out. So he has taken that up for me. And that's why this hasn't been an issue for a few months. Okay, but see, the thing is, and I think this is what I fear. It's like, okay, so let's say I get Ben to do all the chores. Like, he does them so poorly. Like, I might as well just do them myself. Like, I agree with you. So it bothers me. Like, he makes the bed, and you, Jackie, you would die. Like, lumps everywhere. I don't even. I'll just fucking do it myself. I don't even know what it looks like for his act to make the bed. Oh, yeah. What his made bed looks like. Yeah, no, I feel that. But, like, if he, like, Ben is just not even good at the chores. So it's like, Okay, yeah, I want you to do it out of respect. But, like, honestly, like, you do it so badly. Like, yeah, I'll just but, do like, it. putting a dish in the dishwasher is not. That's true. That That's hard. true. But he then puts the dirty knife back into the. 
the knife. Oh, Ben stand. loves to do that. If no, he no, cuts, no, I'm, I, I'm talking about Ben. Yeah, if he cuts like bread or something that's my not wet. Doesn't use knives. Yeah, right. Just his hands. He just uses postmates. <laughs> yeah, he just uses his fingers to order postmates. <laughs> no, if Ben cuts something and it's not like super wet, because Ben's a chef. All if it's not super wet, like if it's bread, he'll put the knife back in the cutting thing. Um, honestly, if it's like butter, he'll just like wipe it off. But if it's like, you know, stemming really like, like a tomato. Yeah, no, that goes in the sink. Yeah, but like you are, su- you're not supposed to wash your knives, but you are just supposed to. You're rinse not? Them. No, you're not supposed to put them in the dishwasher. Wow. It's bad for the knife. That's news to me. Bad for, right. So he's like, but you do, you should run it under the sink and then wipe yeah. it with a towel. Whatever. All I'm saying is that this is a universal problem. And if you guys could just like let us know what your solutions are, like, because we're both in need of help. We are all, we all are in need of help, literally. So that was Dear Toasters. Again, if you ever want to write in, it's deartoasters at gmail.com. And if you have an update for us and we've read one of your queries on air recently and you want to let us know how it went, also write us, deartoasters at gmail.com. We would love to hear you. And that is our show. The longest show ever. Ever. I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you have an amazing day. And thank you so much for listening to The Morning Toast, The Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as podcasts anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places where you listen to podcasts. Find us The Morning Toast. Leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. If you made it here, congratulations. You are part of the Society Season 2. And to let us know that you egg, made it. Egg in the pan emoji. Use the egg or the pan emoji on our most recent Instagram to let us know that you are a part of the Society. Have an amazing day, you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.